Welcome to another episode of the Word of God by M. Today, we are going to talk about technology and God. Since the beginning of time, the human being has pretended to live or say that he does not need God because by his own means he can develop technologies that solve all the problems of humanity. However, through this week's podcast, we will see that the more developed the technology is, the more we need God in our lives. Throughout the history of mankind, there have been great moments for the development of technology. And very important men and women who have sought to transform with their ideas the world in which we live. In ancient times, perhaps, the invention of the wheel or the use of iron can be marked as great historical milestones that transformed society at the time. The biggest problem with each discovery is that it continues to reveal that at least Three issues have persisted with each new invention and technological development. First, the evil of man. Romans 3.23 says that we all have sinned and we all have fallen short of the glory of God. The Bible says that we are born separate from God and that evil is part of our hearts. Albert Einstein said, God did not create evil. Evil is the result of the absence of God in the heart of the man. Throughout history, there has been this constant that no technology has been able to eliminate the evil of man. Today, we have all sorts of technology. We have very advanced forms of payment. We have all sorts of ways to communicate among each other. But it's sad to see how we are using also this technology for extortions, kidnapping. Now is easier than ever to ask for a ransom because of the existence of cryptocurrencies. Every invention that man has developed to live better ends up being a tool that feeds evil. The internet is a clear example. If well used, it would be the most formidable tool for intellectual development in history. However, it is undeniable that it is the easiest way to destroy lives through the massification of communication channels known as social networks that have alarmingly stolen the lives not only of our kids, but also of adults. I could give a thousand examples about it, 
but I want to leave you with this first conclusion. No invention has ever been able to end the evil of man. Number two, human suffering. How many inventions has mankind developed since Christ died on the cross? The telescope, the printing press, the telephone, radio, television, computers, the internet. We have traveled to the moon. We have sent ships to Mars. Now we have vaccines for a thousand things. Thank God. We fly almost like birds. We explore the bottom of the seas. And yet, the human being still suffers. Suffers from poverty. There are still wars, addictions, frustrations, racism, drug addiction, discrimination, etc. This means that although humanity can boost of a thousand technological advances, it has been impossible to solve a fundamental problem, suffering. I want you to know that there is no technological advance that can prepare you intellectually for suffering, that can get you through pain, frustration. When things go wrong, there's no technological tool that is going to get you through it. But more importantly, there is no technological advance or human conquest that can fill the existential emptiness that you have in your heart when you discover that nothing gives you the fullness you have been looking for. Nothing will give you the joy in the midst of problems. Only Christ. It is here where Jesus, through the Bible, tells you in John 14.6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Only through Jesus you will find the truth and the life you seek. He will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. He will explain to you the why and above all, the purpose of the problems and sufferings. The book of Hebrews chapter 12 verse 11 says, For indeed no discipline at present seems to be a cause of joy, but of sorrow. But afterward it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained in it. God loves you. God tells you that many times we will face problems and then find the purpose of his calling. 2 Corinthians 7.10 says that sorrow, according to God, produces repentance. You must understand that neither technology nor the advances of science will explain and much less heal the suffering of the heart. However, 
God has the power to use your suffering so that you receive him in your heart and thus have eternal life. Many of our problems and sufferings are due to our indiscipline, and yet God uses these situations in our favor to make us meet him. Number three, death. We have talked about many technological inventions. We can even say that in these months, man through two different companies have traveled into space, have discovered the functioning of every organ of the body and every cell of every part of the human body. Man managed to decode the human genome. However, there is a statement that today it is impossible to dispute even if you are one of the richest men on the planet, as was Steve Jobs, co-founder of Apple. But the same statement also can be said by, by the poorest man in the world. Whether you're famous or unknown, we are all going to die. No technological advance can prevent you from dying. Not even the most powerful minds on the planet have managed to eliminate death. And this, and this puts you in front of a question that is fundamental for every man in this world. You must choose if you bet on God or you decide that there is no God. I want you to know something. If you decide to follow God and there is no God, nothing happens. But if you decide not to follow God and there is a God, you will lose everything. I want to invite you to a spiritual awakening. It is time to take time away from your cell phone, Apple TV, computer, television, and devote some time to your Bible. It is time to assume the responsibility that God asks you in Romans 14, 12. Each one will give an account of himself to God. Don't let so many distractions rob you of the responsibility of having a personal relationship with God. Today, you may be at the pinnacle of your life, surrounded by success and wealth, or you may be facing illness or a financial or family crisis. No matter what your condition is, God is waiting for you to not just be part of your life, but to be your life. God should not be your co-pilot. God should be your pilot. The question comes that you may be asking yourself, how do I get into a relationship with God? Well, first of all, you must, as in any transaction, come to an agreement. In the case of God, you put your failures and he puts the sacrifice he made on the cross for all mankind. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 12 says that you must invite him and receive him in your heart and believe in him as your Lord and Savior. But I want you to know 
that this will not be enough for you to have the relationship with God that will give you joy in suffering times. Company in every moment of loneliness. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17 that once you accept Christ, you will be a new creature. All things will pass away, and behold, all things are become new. Your relationship with God must be seen. It must be notorious in the eyes of those around you. Otherwise, you will remain only in a merely religious position, because the Bible says that he who is born again will be a new creature. Take advantage of your place of work, your studies, your home, perhaps your friends or family, to invite them to live in the shelter of God, so that they may always have the peace and deep love that only Christ can give. I want to end this message by giving you the title of our net next podcast. Luke 9.23 And he said to all, If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Once you receive Christ, you must take up your cross and follow him. If you want to know the scope of this verse, I'll be waiting for you next week to explain it. Meanwhile, invite Christ to enter your heart, to take every problem you are facing and explain to you why and how of these situations. And never forget, God loves you. Thank you for joining me in another podcast of the Word of God by M. Don't forget to leave your questions or suggestions in our email, thewordofgodbym at gmail.com. For the next couple of podcasts, we are going to be posting more than once a week until we're able to caught up with our Spanish version. That means we hope to do so in the next couple of weeks. Have a great time. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast, and I'll be waiting for you in our next production.